I just, again, I, I used it and I got all the way to the second to last obstacle of stage three um, and placed within like the top five of the entire season. Wow. So that was huge. Yeah. But again, I was still upset when I fell, but I use it as fuel. So yeah. it, it's okay to fail. It's just knowing how to use it and being upset is okay. Know how to use it. Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. I had my mic muted. Did you see that? <laughs> what is yeah. happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we are always 100% perfect with our intros, as evident of that. I had my friggin' <laughs> mic muted. If you're new to this podcast, we're all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. My name's Matt. And I'm Jenna. Appreciate you being here. We put out a show every single Tuesday at 5.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. If you noticed the last episode, Jenna was not on here. And we, we briefly talked about it. I have some content coming out that is talking about why. And basically, we're, just, we're taking a little miniature step back to focus on the health. Don't worry. Um, everything's fine. Today, we have somebody on that is, it's just so cool, the blending of these worlds and the people that, that were getting pulled to us. I'm just, I feel very fortunate for it. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Jenna, how you feeling over there? Great. Are you tired of me rambling already? Yes. Okay, well, get ready, because <laughs> this is what this show is. Today we have a guy on, Tyler Gillette, American Ninja Warrior athlete, an actor, a podcast co-host of That's Movies Brother. This guy has rung the buzzer with American Ninja Warrior. I've been digging into him. He's not just an athlete of American Ninja Warrior. He's a damn good athlete of American Ninja Warrior. Uh, he's been training his ass off for a long time. He actually reached out to me through Instagram, was like, look, this is sort of what I'm about. So I, I dug into him and he's just, he's very, very interesting to me. And I was super, super excited that he wanted to be on. So we're going to have a true ADD podcast here and go into so many different realms. And he's fist pumping right now. Um, <laughs> so Tyler, first of all, dude, thank you so much for being here with us. Oh, no, thank you, guys. I love, like I was saying before, man, I, I love you guys' podcast and how you guys go into, like, I'm re really mental health of everything and how that kind of affects kind of what you do in everyday life and even how it does affect fitness and all that kind of stuff. It's super, super exciting. Yeah, absolutely. We're, uh, we're really appreciative to have you here. At the top of every show, we hit you with our... Gratitude point. This gratitude point is something that is meant to shift your perspective. Whenever the world is melting in your head or maybe 15 feet away from you, uh, there's always something that you can pull. There's always something in you that you can think of on the spot. And that's what we do here. Something small, something large to shift that perspective. Jenna, I'm going to, I'm going to make you go first. Okay. It's about time. Okay. <laughs> um, so as of the time of this recording, we're hopefully at the tail end of the pandemic or maybe, and so the world's starting to open up. And um, this week, Matt and I went on our first date night since like February. Yes. <laughs> in, a, in a restaurant alone. Yes. Because <laughs> all the other tables were blocked. Um, but it was really nice to just, there's something about 
leaving your house yeah. and spending that like specific time together because there's a lot of distractions at home. And um, no, I'm, I'm really grateful that that opportunity was allowed. Yeah. And you know what the cool, the, the, we were talking about this and we were like, you know what, we're not at some like fancy restaurant like the Bonefish Grill or, you know, Iron or some Jackson's, whatever. The, here in Pensacola, those are sort of the the nicer places. We went to Zoe's Kitchen. It's a chain, but yeah. it's Mediterranean food and we freaking love it. It was just the concept of getting out and, and being able yeah. to do that. We you were know? both so excited. We both dressed up. <laughs> yeah. I put a collared shirt on. It was strange. It was strange. It's usually nothing but Matt Lane fitness gear, but you're right. It was, it was good to have that option. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was nice. Um, I'll, I'll go second. So, you know that second wind that you get? So maybe maybe you're the type of person that comes live at night or whatever, but you, you hit that dip in the day. Usually it's in the afternoon for me. Mm-hmm. And like five o'clock where I'm, I'm tired, whatnot. I just hopped in the shower before this podcast and immediately when I was done, I was like, all right, okay, that second wind is coming. And um, I think being able to recognize that and just... I know not everybody. I know not everybody has that. Not everybody mm-hmm. has the awareness to have that. So I'm I'm grateful that I had that because I was dragging for a minute, and uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm happy to have that awareness. So Tyler, if you have something, right. hit us. I got something. Um, so I'm grateful for not being great at everything. Um, yes. I say that because it gives us the opportunity to try new things and get better at stuff. And doing new things is like one of the, it's always scary anytime you do something Mm -hmm. new. And some people say, oh, I don't want to do that. It's too scary. But those new things are usually those moments in life that you always will look back on and say, that was really fun or that was really cool or I learned this. And you wouldn't get that if you're just great at everything from the start. So like there's this really weird like liking that I have to being like starting something like not being good at something and i'm Mm -hmm. grateful for that hell yeah man that that attitude like can get you so so far in whatever you're really trying to pursue and like and i'm gonna be talking to you about like your failures and you know like what has that done for you so um i'm excited about this one because it's there's i have so many things on my list of what i want to ask you so i think starting off explain to the audience who are you and like why are you who you are, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the biggest thing is American Ninja Warrior. That's mm-hmm. kind of the first thing. And I've got a lot of other things branching off that I'm getting into as well. But yeah, I'm Tyler Gillette. I have been training for American Ninja Warrior for a little over a decade now. Wow. Since 2010, and right? Yeah, roughly 2010. Okay. It's always hard to pinpoint the exact start. <laughs> I, get, um, I get it. And I'm 24 years old, so I was 14 when that happened, wow. when I turned on the TV and I saw American Ninja Warrior. And that moment, I was like, yeah, I'm doing this. That's it. That's Nothing right. else. I'm doing this. And so from there, it was just taking those steps to actually get there. That day, me and my friend went in my backyard and built obstacles from the show. Wow. Um, they were janky. They were <laughs> not super safe, but they worked. So yeah, I, I've been doing that. And I've also been acting for a long time. Now, I wouldn't say professionally acting for a long time, but been in plays. I have done a couple like commercial short films, stuff like that. And I went to a performance school out in California for a year, Hmm. had an acting manager for a little bit. So I've been all over the place, also getting into doing stunt stuff. I've done some stuff with that. So yeah, I'm all over the place. But who I am, the real core of that is somebody that wants to pursue and chase their dreams. 
like no matter what that is and really try my best to give it all I got because if I don't I know I'm going to regret it later mm-hmm. I love so that. yeah that's I mean that's that's a very very shortened version of it okay okay all right that makes sense so has things changed at all over the course of you know what seems to be 10 ish years you said acting you said this have you have you sort of gone in some directions and be like i think i want to try this and ended up being like well maybe that's not the route have you picked things up and put them down as because it seems like you're doing a lot of different things yeah yeah so i have hobbies i have stuff here and there that i do as well but one of those actually is culinary i took a college level culinary class when i was in high school because i just love food and i was like okay i want to learn how to make this good food okay so i love making food i it's a passion of mine for sure and i plan on when i'm older hopefully opening up a restaurant but that's in the future so that's something i just kind of tucked away because i've got so much other stuff going on that i'm more passionate about at this time but yeah so i took a college culinary class in high school one year and then the next year I helped the chef. I interned for the chef and helped teach her next class. <laughs> That's like how into it I was. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think, I mean, obviously the glaring question of American Ninja Warrior, and I think maybe diving into that first, but um, if anybody hasn't seen American Ninja Warrior, what is it? How would you explain that? Okay. So yeah, American Ninja Warrior is the, how I would say is the world's hardest obstacle course. So out of the 11 seasons that have been aired, only three times has the entire course ever been beaten. Holy crap. So it's not one of those shows where there's always going to be a winner. Mm. It actually originated from a Japanese show called Sasuke, which we call it Ninja Warrior in America. Okay. And they actually worked with those producers to make it as identical as they could. Cause when they bring stuff over to America, I'm always worried, Oh, they're going to dumb it down this and this, but they did a very good job at keeping it the spirit that it was. And yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. There's a lot of different rounds you have to go through. There's the qualifier and about a hundred people get called for a qualifier in six different cities. So about 600 okay. competitors total. Out of those, the top 30 from the qualifier move on to the city finals, which is the same course, but extended to 10 obstacles. And then then they half that and the top 15 from each city go to the national finals. So the top 15 from every city then go to the national finals. And then it's not about the top. It's you have to finish one stage within a time limit to move on to the next. So Mm -hmm. if everybody that made it to finals finishes stage one, they all go to stage two. Oh, wow. And if only one person finishes stage one, only one person goes to stage two. So it's always different every year. So once you get to finals, it's you fall, you're out. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah. And and there's four stages in finals and all four stages have only been uh, completed fully three times out of the thousands of competitors over 11 years. Damn. Okay. See, I did not realize that. And so, and I've seen, I've watched it. I've watched American Ninja Warrior. I've I've always been intrigued by it and impressed by people that, you know, have even gotten that far to, to start the obstacle on TV. And it's because I, I imagined that there was, it was a grueling process to figure out who needs to be here and who doesn't need to be here. And when, when a person hits that water, because most of the time, um, it's under, underwater where the person falls, um, there's such gravity to it. You're like, damn, it's mm-hmm. over. Um, you know, there, there's really no restarts from, from what I've seen. 
Correct. Yeah. So if you're in the qualifier or the city finals rounds, if you fall in water, it doesn't necessarily mean you're out as long as you've gone far enough, fast enough to get into that top percentage that moves on. Mm. Okay. But once you're in the national finals, that's when it's real. Those first two rounds are just qualifying to get to the actual course. Because in Japan, the whole show is just the finals, but it's not called finals. It's just that's the show. That's Ninja Warrior is the four stages of what is called Mount Midoriyama. That's the name of the obstacle course. Uh, Okay. Okay. So that's really just qualifiers to get there. So once you fall there, that's it. You're done. Okay. All right. Yeah. And it's very, that's why I really like it because it's so different compared to every other sport is if you play basketball, for example, you can play a game of basketball, your team can lose and you come back and you get to play another game. You have a whole season to play. Mm -hmm. This is once a year, you get your shot, you fall, you're done. That's it. You have to wait a whole year. It is the most humbling sport. I have mm. ever been a part of in my life. And when I was young, I played basketball. I played football. I played soccer. I played baseball. Almost every traditional sport you can think of, I played. And none of them stuck until I found Ninja mm. because it was all about bettering myself. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. So why? Why do you say that, bettering yourself? Because at the end of the day, if you fall on that course, it is nobody's fault but your own. It doesn't matter if you are in this qualifying where the top 30 out of 100 move on. Even if you fall on one obstacle and if the next person falls on that same obstacle, you get to go through because you made it there faster or they make it further than you. At the end of the day, they're not up there like throwing balls at you to like they're not interfering physically with you on that course. It is if I didn't go far enough, fast enough on that course to make it to finals, that other person deserves it. And I wouldn't want it any other way because mm-hmm. I didn't do my job to get work to where I needed to be to get there. And that is a really big different thing about this sport, too, is everyone that I've met, 99% of them, there's always some bad apples, but are so supportive. Wow. The ninjas on the sidelines, you will never see people on that show not cheering each other on. Mm. Fellow competitors, they're never like, oh, fall because I want to make it. It's if you make it farther, you deserve that. And I, I love about this sport. That's I would right. not be here doing this sport still if it wasn't for the people. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Jenna, you good over there? Yeah, no, I'm just thinking about, like, there's always an audience, it looks like. Like, I don't know, when, yeah. I, when I've when i watched it, I get so into it, and it seems like the audience is really into it. Yeah, there's such a collective feeling on the sidelines that I think, of course, you're looking at the person that's performing, but... Yeah the audience builds it up even more, you know, yeah. and then the announcers that are, are adding into it, uh, like you, you get hooked on it. You really do. You know, I've gone down, I've gone YouTube rabbit holes of, of, of that show. <laughs> so, and I know I'm not the only one. Yep. Um, okay. Okay. So they're <clears throat> digging through your Instagram. I saw, you know, it, you were about 14, whenever you started training, like you said, you, you saw it and then you're like, okay, I got to do it. I think it's a common question to ask, what is your training like, which I do want to touch on, but yeah. how the hell do you start training for American Ninja Warrior? Because, you know, it's not a common gym to go to. The common gyms are Planet Fitness or bodybuilding or, hey, powerlifting, CrossFit. But I feel like CrossFit is not even close enough to what you do, I think. Am I am I wrong about that? Um, yeah, I wouldn't say. So I've met crossfitters that have tried to transition into ninja and they are better than your typical person sure but there's nothing like ninja warrior out there there's just not i mean a huge one that uh, people that do really well are rock climbers because they know how to hold their own body weight and that's all what we do is hold our own body weight and learn how to throw each like ourselves around yeah and gymnasts because they know how to throw their body weight around and all that kind of stuff okay so they definitely have an, an upper hand but if you haven't touched obstacles that are similar 
it's really hard. And that's the other thing that's really mental about this sport. As I say, touch obstacles that are similar, but every single year the course is different. And you don't, mm. you don't know what it is until you show up. So you oh. show up and you have to be ready to adapt. <laughs> it just know like whatever is out there, you got you to gotta do it. Like that's your only option. Well, and you know, that's what I've thought of too. It's like, so I didn't know that portion of you didn't know what the actual obstacles are going to be. But I've often thought that too of like, let's just say that you did know the obstacles. Like, I think the common person and myself included, because I've never trained for American Ninja Warrior, but like, you know, what do you do? You do some forearm curls to work on your forearms. I think a lot of people would just be like, work on your forearm strength and you'll make it. But like, I'm sure there's just so much in the training that is so specific. Like, like what do you have any weird movements that you have to perform that you're like, that's definitely different. Yeah. So sorry. Cause you actually asked what my training regimen is. And I just, I rambled. Hit Again, me. Hit me. Go. No, you hit me. I, I want it. I didn't even answer your question when you asked it the first time. Um, so like I said, no joke. We watched that show. Me and my friend went to my backyard and built a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger is about an inch and a half, maybe. Okay. Um, and you like go across it on your fingers. Like you, you are climbing a ledge basically like sideways. That's what a cliffhanger is. Okay. We went out and bought, got like plywood two by fours and just, threw one up in my backyard okay so that's how we trained um <laughs> that's how i trained is i knew that i had to be good at those type of obstacles so i did my best to replicate those now there are other ways to do it and i still do other things a huge huge thing i do is pull-ups i do a lot of pull-ups okay. a lot of dead hangs where my arms are straight that really just burns those forearms hold on for as long as you can yep um and a lot of lock-offs and just hold the lock offs as long as I can. I don't, I couldn't tell you. I don't, sorry, I don't want to disappoint you, Matt. No. <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I've picked up a weight. I love that. And, and the reason that is for me is because, and I've actually thought about getting back into the gym and doing some weightlifting because I just haven't done it in so long, is I admire people that can go to the gym and have fun doing mm -hmm. that. But for me, my fun is doing Ninja Warrior and throwing my body around. So I found that fun way to exercise. And yeah, so it's, it's for me training to answer that question, a lot of pull-ups, a lot of dead hangs, and then it's, it's obstacle repetition stuff. I mean, I'll even okay. use door frames and hang on those like cliffhangers. I just on my fingers Get out and of here. do pull-ups like that. So, yeah. No, I think that's kick-ass because there's something that Jenna and I both stress that, you know, like I do enjoy the gym and have for quite some time. She can't stand the gym. Nope. And, you know, like I think there's, there's such this, a preconceived notion that well it's time to get in shape i'm headed to the gym getting a gym membership but it's so it's it couldn't be anything further from the truth and well you know i mean i i don't know i could be wrong but performance is what is more what you're about you're more of an athlete than it is i want to look good it's just a byproduct for you yeah it's a little bit of both i definitely don't i mean it's nice to look fit sure. i really enjoy that for sure sure but for me if i go lift weights and just try to get as big as possible, then it's going to be really hard to hold that body weight up. Yeah. I have a friend who lifts every day and he is a massive dude Yeah, and he is also a ninja. But what he does, is he lifts weights. Then he goes to the ninja gym and learns how to hold that weight up. It's mm. insane seeing the things he can do. He can throw his body like 14 feet, like a lache where you go from one bar to another 14 feet. Damn. And this man is over 215 pounds Good. of pure muscle. Lord. It's wow insane so it's doable but it's so much harder when you just bulk on that weight so yeah mm -hmm. it, it definitely helps performance if i'm you know not as bulked up i mean rock climbers that you see are, are slimmed down and they know yeah. how to hold their body weight so. yeah that's true well and since we're on this realm of the actual physical training piece like what is is nutrition important for you like what does that look like 
Yeah, nutrition is important, but I'm bad at it. Okay. Uh, no, that's cool. That's... So, yeah, I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm not great at it. Um, I My biggest thing that has helped a lot is just say, we'll just try not to eat as much sweets. A lot of people get into the details of eat this specifically and not this specifically. And there's right. so many lists and reasons why. It's like, just try to eat for me anyways. And correct me if I'm wrong, but for me, it was try to eat stuff that you or stop eating stuff that you just know for sure that is like, that's really bad for you. Don't eat a cupcake every day. Yep. And that's a huge thing for me um, is just doing that. And my body has got to the point where it's like, I couldn't eat that much stuff that often because I'd be sick at this break because I just mm-hmm. don't eat it that much. Yep. It's, it's, uh, it's referred to as a, not, not being funny here, but it's referred to as a common sense diet. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah. it's the, it's the very start of like, okay, I know that this one thing is quote unquote bad and that I definitely should not be eating that. Like you said, every single day. Um, and yep. that's a hell of a starting point. I, I, I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot of people ask the question, well, where do I start? Start with that. You know, start with that. And it like, that's what I, I love hearing these types of, like, I love having these types of conversations because I'm glad that you haven't touched a weight in forever. And I'm yeah. glad that you're not perfect at your nutrition because this conversation is going to ring true with somebody and be like, get the hell out of here. American Ninja Warrior dude doesn't eat really, really eat well. Like, get the hell out of here. You know, like, <laughs> so I think that really sheds some light on it because I think when people think of healthy people or fitness people or athletes, they're like, everything is probably done to a T. Holy crap. That life probably sounds terrible. So it's very, it's very relatable. Very relatable. Yeah. And I would say definitely try your best to eat healthy, but sure. don't like, don't kill yourself over it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just try your best and then don't kill yourself over it. <laughs> yep. You right over there? Yeah. You're getting lost in the conversation. Yeah, I am. I'm sorry. I, I have this problem <laughs> almost every podcast. I'm like, oh, great point. Oh, great point to you, too. Oh, okay. And I just don't think of things to say. <laughs> All right, well, then I'll keep going. Okay. You've got plenty written. If you do, just in, just interrupt Matt. It's okay. It's, yeah, please do. Please, please. She knows that I'm, when I get or on Or interrupt a, me, please. When I get on a tear, man, I just, I keep going and going mm-hmm. and going. So. Yes, you do. Um. Diving into the acting piece. So how the hell do you, like, when did you and how the hell did you get into that? And why did you get into that? Yeah, so I started act. I mean, I was in like little church plays when I was young. And then when I was probably like 10 years old, 11 years old, I started taking acting classes and going to conventions and stuff where like I'm in front of like agents and managers and stuff. And I've just always loved storytelling. And that went all throughout high school. I was in pretty much every single play that I could be in in high school. Then I went to a performance school in college where I studied, you know, film acting, been in a couple shorts, a commercial, nothing crazy, but that's because I put a lot of things on hold for a little bit to do ninja stuff. Because for me, it was like, that was the ball that was rolling. And I wanted to keep that going because that was a huge dream of mine. But acting is so important to me as well that now I'm like getting to the point where, well, I've been doing Ninja for so long that I think I can afford to put more on my plate now. Uh, and I'm okay. trying to do so much and I'm excited. Like it's nice to be busy, but, um, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. You know, all those things together, like you're striking me as a, like an artistic person. Uh, mm-hmm. does that sound correct? Yeah. I mean, I, I think you were mentioning this earlier when we talked, I, like making things too. Like I've done like cosplay stuff. I've made a full Iron Man suit. Uh, that like lights up and everything. I like, saw I, that, <laughs> and oh my god, Holden would melt over that because he's got a, <laughs> he's got a few things that he's working on with me actually, um, and 
oh my god actually that might be done by the time this airs whatever yeah so i saw that and i was like oh my god i gotta tell holden <laughs> so i saw that that was yeah. impressive <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm a creative person i like the idea of making something out of nothing whether that's a physical product like a captain america shield that i handmade or a full iron man suit or i've done stuff that's not superhero related i promise um <laughs> but also you know like acting like i love storytelling uh so yeah i love that kind of stuff and it's it's a lot of fun to me so with acting with american ninja warrior with uh, your podcast we haven't even talked about that yet uh, like we were talking a little bit before this show and how you seem creative you seem artistic and you seem like you're trying to pull the things that you really want towards you um have you ever gotten to a point where you've sort of burned yourself out, quote unquote burnout? Because like, I know there are people that are listening that are, you know, quote unquote, they're hustlers. Like they're people that are trying to pursue things. And have you, have you experienced burnout before? Yeah, definitely. I mean, in phases, you know, I'll go through phases where I feel burnt out. And then I go through phases where I feel like, well, I'm just kind of sitting here on my phone for a few minutes. I could be doing more, but yeah, w with everything that I've been doing, it's, it could be easy to get burnt out, but there came a point where I was like, okay, I've been doing Ninja for so long and that's been my sole focus. And I have so much other stuff that I've been trying to do with my life that has been gnawing at me every single day that I want so bad. And I decided one day I just have to start. And so I did. And now that I'm doing stuff, I'm very happy that I'm busy, but there are days where I'm like, oh, I knew I could put more on my plate, but now I feel like I have way too much on my plate at times. Yeah. I get that. And so I asked that selfishly because Jenna and I, that sort of, you know, hit us not too long at the time of this era and it, it happened like last week. Um, but I get that. I understand that. And it's so like, how have you recognized that? Like, how have you, has there been a moment where you like just, there was something small, the straw that broke the camel's back type situation. Is there ever like, have you run into that? Does that make sense what I'm saying? Have you, or do you have the ability to sort of notice when you're quote unquote burned out? My ability isn't necessarily one specific thing. Okay. It's when it builds to a certain point that, like, to be honest, like I can be an anxious person at times. So where I get to the point where sometimes I'll have chest pains and I'll be like, what's happening? And I'm like, oh, maybe that's an anxiety issue. And it seems like it is. And I'm actually going to be seeing like a therapist because I think there's so many people that can benefit from that. Yep. And I think this stigma around like talking to people about your you know, things that you're going through has really started to break down over the past couple of years, which is great. Like yeah. people are actually more accepting of that mm -hmm. because just like I train physically, every single person has something going on in their life. It's just like you're no one's perfect. So if you're going to train your body physically, it's so important to me to also train mentally because that's one of the most important parts of your body. So why wouldn't you go somewhere just like you're to the gym to learn techniques of how to get better mentally and and to get through your day when you're struggling and all that kind of stuff. I think it's very, very important. That makes sense. So throughout American Ninja Warrior, do you feel like, do you feel like it was more physical or do you feel like it was more mental? Because you would explain how like you trained and it was this one moment and like, holy shit, yeah. I failed. And so, and there have been, there have been some times where you did fail. Like I saw on your Instagram, some, like, you know, sometimes <laughs> I failed every single year because I haven't won the show. Okay. There are only three people that can say they have ever had just one year or not even a year, but one season, which, you know, takes place in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. There's only three, three people that can ever say they didn't fall. There are thousands of people out there that we have failed every single year at some point or another. 
And that again is why this sport to me is one of the most humbling out there is mm. it has taught me how to deal with failure so much more than just on an obstacle course physically. Mm. Like if something comes my way and it doesn't work out, I am so easy going about it. And I'm like, that's fine. It happens. Carry on. Like, why am I going to waste my energy being upset about it? Especially if it's something that I did. It's like, okay, well, I just need to learn to get better. Cause that's what we have to do physically for Ninja every year is, well, I got to get mm. better to come back and crush the course next year. And it's helped me so much through just real life obstacles. And I, I have friends, like you were saying that, I think it's very close to split 50-50 of whether this sport is physical or mental. And I have friends that are like, at, like who have been doing Ninja for years and are amazing at it. Like the top athletes that I've talked to and they're like, no, it's 100% more, more mental than physical. 60-40 or 70-30. And I'm like, really that much? And I can at least see where they're coming from for sure because if you make one small mistake on that course, it's over. And 90% of my falls have usually been from a mental mistake is changing up my technique while I'm on the obstacle. It's not that I'm pumped out. It's I change my technique while I'm doing it. And then I fall and I go, why did I do that? And it was all up here. Say that again, because you just said, didn't you just say 90% of it was mental? I said 90%, man, maybe you're getting me. Maybe this is 90%. Uh, (laughs) No, because I was saying 90% of my falls have been because of mental. Now, I think that my physical abilities have gotten me to the point to get to that obstacle where I failed mentally. But that's why I think it's such an even for me 50-50 split. Um, I mean, even starting this, like I said, I think it's so important to whatever you want to do just to start it. Because I had to wait seven years to be on American Ninja Warrior. I was 14. You had to be 21 at the time to be on the show. So I'm sure there are most of people in my life were very supportive, but I'm sure in the back of their head, they were like, all right, yeah, cool, whatever, I guess. Like, he's not, it's not going to happen, but I'll entertain his dream because he's seven years away. But I waited and I trained and I got on. So you've been from 21 to now 24, right? Yeah. 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 You've been doing this for three years and you haven't quote unquote succeeded. Some people would say, so why not quit? Because I've succeeded because I'm getting better every year and that's life. Like if you're getting better every year, what are you, what are you complaining about now? To be yeah. fair, when I fall, sure, I get upset, but I get, like I said, every year I get better and better at accepting that and just learning to change, like turn it around and be better. But yeah, I get upset when I fall for sure. And that's okay to be upset. It's okay to have those emotions. Don't hide those, but then have your time to be upset, then turn around and do something about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I've got my first two. The weirdest thing is my first two seasons on the show were exactly the same. I finished a qualifying course. I fell on obstacle nine, both years of city finals, made it far enough to get to, to finals, completed stage one, and then fell on the third obstacle of stage two, like repeat season, exactly the same. And that was really hard for me because sure, I could have done worse. But I didn't know if doing the same was worse than doing worse because I'm like, if I did worse, it was usually probably just because of a stupid mistake. Cause I knew I got stronger over the past year, mm-hmm. but I'm like, did I get anywhere? Cause I'm just, I just did the same thing. So that was really hard for me. That is such a mind. That's a mind fuck. <laughs> that, that is a, like I've, of course I've never thought that cause I've never been in your shoes. I've never done American right. Ninja Warrior, but th- that thought process of training for a full year and coming back around to not make any progress, not, you didn't get worse, but to not make any progress that I don't, I can't say that that makes sense, but I, uh, damn. Yeah. And then that, the year after that, which was my most recent year, which was last year, I did. I had my best season ever. So if I just decided to quit because I was like, well, I didn't do any better, so what am I doing? Like, 
I just, again, I, I used it and I got all the way to the second to last obstacle of stage three um, and placed within like the top five of the entire season. Wow. So that was huge. Yeah. But again, I was still upset when I fell, but I use it as fuel. So yeah. it, it's okay to fail. It's just knowing how to use it and being upset is okay. Know how to use it. That's all. So let me ask you, the first time that you quote unquote hit the buzzer, because I feel like, I, I don't know, but I feel like that's a hell of a benchmark for somebody that is training to do this. When you hit your first buzzer. I cried <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I'm an emotional dude and it all came out. I hit my first buzzer after waiting seven years, got to the top of the warped wall and qualifying, hit that buzzer and then turned to the hosts who are on this host stand right next to the, the, the final obstacle, the warped wall. And I'm just like, yeah. And then they, uh, they looked at me like, you've been waiting a long time for this. M mind you, I can't hear anything like yeah. on the show, some behind the scenes stuff, like their mics are just like, their system is just to go into what's playing on TV. Right. I couldn't hear a word they were saying because of adrenaline and everything else going on in my head. So I heard, I just saw them like, mouthing stuff to right. me and all i could think to do was go seven years and just held up seven <laughs> fingers oh, wow. and i literally like dropped to my knees wow and just cried because i was like so like emotional and it was it was awesome it was a really cool experience that was your family in the stands yeah my my family was there they're on my sidelines uh going you know watching the whole thing and so afterwards you know they take you down you get to run to your family and hug them and all that stuff Jesus Christ. it was an emotional time it was I bet. definitely a long wait and worth the wait God, I got to find that because I'm right there with you. Like, I'll cry my eyes out seeing that shit. Like, you just explained <laughs> that. I'm like, oh, my God, bro. <laughs> so, well, that's badass. I'm like, so who am I to say that I'm proud of you? But I'm really fucking proud of you that, like, you stuck to this shit before you could even legally do it. Like, yeah. before you could even be on the show. And, like, that determination, that grit, that long sight of, like, I'm going to go get that shit. Like, that's incredible. And I don't want to say it's nowhere to be found, but it is rarer of people nowadays. Um, yeah. So I applaud you. That That's so badass. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Um, can I jump in and say something real quick? Do about it. That? Expanding? Okay. Yeah. Don't want to ramble too much. On no. <laughs> so I, when you, when you apply for the show, you basically have to send in a video and fill out a long like questionnaire and stuff. And in that video, you have to show it's a, it can be, I think, no longer than three minutes and you have to show what you're capable of physically but you also have to tell about yourself you have to have a story oh boy because at the end of the day this is a tv show on a network yeah mm -hmm. so they have to get their ratings and that's a whole behind the scenes thing that is kind of unfortunate for some people because there are some really really talented athletes out there that do that train for ninja and are some of the strongest people I know. And they've never got the chance to be on the show because they're just not in. They don't have interesting stories like they haven't been through any traumas or anything like that. Yeah. And so for me, it was hard because. Like, what do you do? You can either bring up a sob story that's good to tell on TV. You could be a really big character, whatever, as long as you're entertaining. And I'm so happy that the first year I got on the show, the story that they used for me, my angle wasn't some crazy thing. It was they used the fact that my hard work paid off. They aired all these stories of how I used to train when I was 14 years old. And I sent them all this old footage yep. of me training in my backyard, setting up these obstacles, 
how I broke my collarbone training on my salmon ladder that I built in my backyard. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. But, uh, and so it was just, for me, it just, cause that's a, that's like my story that I want to show people and give to people because American Ninja Warrior, I love the physical aspect of it. Like that's why I do it. Cause I have fun out there, but it's an amazing platform. And I want to use that platform to encourage people to chase your dreams. Mm-hmm. And the back of my shirt that I wear on Ninja says dream, the chaser. dream chaser. Oh my God, dude. When I saw that, I was like, who is this son of a <laughs> bitch? And I want him on here. Sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, you're okay. So the second year that I competed, I put the dream chaser on there. And then I realized I don't like the dream chaser hmm. because I didn't, it, for me, it felt like a title calling me the dream chaser. Okay. And that wasn't what it was for, for me. For me, it was, I want to convince people to chase their dreams and not just support the dream chaser. So last year I changed it and I just took off the, and to me, it became more of a movement uh, or even brand of, uh, yeah, I really like the word movement. It's, it's a movement of chasing your dreams. So anybody that got my shirt to support me in the stands or whatever now have to wear dream chaser on their back so they can wear that title. And hopefully that inspires them to say, yeah, I'm a dream chaser. I want to build an army of dream chasers. Like, I don't want to be the dream chaser. That's not what it was ever about. And I got that vibe once I saw it, it said the dream chaser. And they talk about it a bit on the show, calling me the dream chaser still. And, you know, whatever, that's fine. But I think that that's just a big, a big thing that I like to drive home is it's not about the title. It's about the movement of trying to pers- like just show people that you just have to start and it's possible. Don't regret not chasing those dreams when you're on your deathbed mm. regret sounds like a son of a bitch doesn't it yep <laughs> i mean we're too I, honestly like we're too we're not all three of us we're not old enough yet to be like i wish i would have done that right now we still have that pivotal time of being like yep. shit i can go do that i can't take that 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 leap so where the hell can i buy a shirt uh i usually sell them in batches i'll tell you what if you give me one of yours i'll give you one of mine we'll just shirt, shirt swap done done <laughs> absolutely awesome. i love it <laughs> yeah that's badass and so the meaning behind that to me is even more like knowing that like the selfless approach that humble approach of you wanting it to be a movement rather than just being about yourself that holy shit, like that paints such a picture of who you are. Um, you know, not to blow smoke up your skirt, but that's uh, it's, it's really impressive. It really is. I appreciate it. Yeah. And that's what set the precedent after waiting so long and being on the show. And I said, well, I waited and trained for seven years and I got here. That was the pivotal moment in my life that told me I can literally do anything I put my mind to. Because the show only, when you apply, they accept, I think it's 1% of submissions. So like even to get on the show is such and the fact that they took me on not because of some story, but they took me on because they knew I was working for it. Mm. So that's why now with with acting and stunts, like I am convinced that I'm going to get somewhere with it. Mm -hmm. Now, you have to follow that up with action because that's the only way I actually got to where I was. But if you do that and you just start, that's the thing is people just have such a hard time just starting. I mean, myself included, it's hard sometimes, but yeah. So I saw on Instagram they were in they were interviewing you. Uh, after you hit the buzzer and they said they said something to the effect of can you believe can you believe this happened or can you believe this here no I think it was did you ever envision this happening and without hesitation there was no pause it was uh, did you ever think this would happen yeah I did I envisioned it like it was it was immediate and there's just there's something that is so powerful that is behind that that I think not everybody has experienced like can you expound on that how you just 
There was no hesitation. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> there was no hesitation because that was just my natural instinct. Like, yeah, like that's why I've been doing this. Cause I wanted to get here. I didn't do it just to just be like, Oh, whatever. I guess I'll do this. Like I, I went all in. I didn't say yes, obviously to be like, Oh yeah, look at me. Like that's, it's nothing like that. It's like, yeah, no, that, that's why I started this. And when you start these goals, it's good to envision mm-hmm. what you want out of it. Like, where do you want to be? What do you want out of it? Don't let that overtake the process of getting there. Make sure you're taking those steps and don't just fantasize about where you could be, mm. but know the process that it takes to get there. But since that first day, I watched it on TV and I told myself I was going to do it. And I went out there and I worked my butt off to get to that point. So I mean, yeah, I, I envisioned myself there and I was lucky enough to get there. Like there's a lot of things that have to line up and okay. I am very fortunate and very blessed and not a lot of people get to say that. Okay. Okay. I mean, this is more of a, this is a, as pertinent a time as usual, but um, what is your definition of happiness? I don't feel like there's a perfect answer or right answer or wrong answer for you. What's your definition of happiness? The definition of happiness it's weird because when people ask me that question, because I've been asked that a lot, really? I feel like the definition is very simple, which contradicts almost what I'm about to say. But the definition of happiness to me, I feel like is just being able to do what you love. Who is not happy not doing what they love? You love it. You're doing it. You're happy. Like I feel like everybody can agree on that, but it's getting there in the process of getting there and being happy in the meantime. And that can even be spending time with your family. Like, do you love spending time with your family and friends? I mean, I hope so. That's I thrive off my relationships in my life. But I think it's it's the process of of getting there that people need to be patient with themselves and learn to be happy in that process. Have you ever struggled with that piece? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, when you, when you go for big goals and all that kind of stuff, like, I mean, even you guys, like you, you know, you've started a, a fitness brand and you guys have a podcast and I'm sure you guys have goals of where you want it to be. Sure. And in that process, even though you love doing this, I'm, I'm sure there's days that things don't go exactly how you want. And you're like, Oh, am I ever going to get there? Or oh, I'm just going through this routine. And then you're like, wait, I, you have to sit back and be like, I started this cause I love this process. And if you check yourself and then get back into it, Hopefully you can reignite that spark. And once that spark dies out, explore new things because it's okay for your passions and dreams to change as well. That's damn good. Jenna, Jenna has always said something along the lines of, and I'll let you take over here, but um, pausing rather than quitting. What was it? What was it that you said as far as, you know, sort of uh, learn to rest, not quit. Yeah. Yeah. That was really powerful when you said that. I don't know if it was because it came from you or what, but it's very true. And I think that, you know, so when you just said that, as far as like your passion dying out, like it's okay for things to change. And that's what it reminded me of, of like, as far as your definition of happiness, I say like, and Jenna believes the same thing that I think the definition can change and that's okay. But you're right that the ride of the ride until I don't believe like there's a destination of happiness, but right. But that ride of it, that journey of it, quote unquote, is if you're not enjoying that, then what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You know, I 100% agree with you. I do want to dive into your podcast, and I think this may tie into how you found us. So um, how how the hell did you find us? <laughs> um, so I found you guys. I'm sure you guys hear this uh, more frequently now, but I found you guys through uh, Holden's channel because I love movies. 
And so I was watching just different videos about movies, people reacting to movies or people's opinions on movies. And I found that. And yeah. And then I found you guys. I saw that you had your own fitness channel and all that kind of stuff going on. And I'm very into that as well. And I was like, wow, this is best of both worlds thing. Then I saw you had this podcast, which really intrigued me. And I started listening to it and I was like, this is fantastic. I love what you guys are doing. So yeah, that's, that's how I found you guys. Thank you. That, that means a lot. I appreciate that. Well, and so this is really meta and this is just for me, but do you remember, <laughs> do you remember like one of the first few videos that you actually saw where it was obviously the, the reaction videos? Do you remember which one it might've been? That is a good question. It's okay if not. I think it was probably Star Wars. Okay. That's fine. So I, Star Wars. I've been doing this sort of thing where like if, if, if someone reaches out to me, like I'll be, I'll ask like, Hey, just how'd you find me? You know, and so it's been interesting to hear what people like how yep. they found us or how, you know, they found Jenna or whatever. So um, that's really interesting to me. So I want to talk about your podcast because that's another one of the the rabbit holes that is um, <laughs> Tyler Gillette. Like, what is this podcast about? I've listened to a little bit of it. Yeah, it's so OK. So it's mainly about movies. Okay. And me and my friend, his name is Nate Marpefka. He is the other co-host. And we are passionate about movies. I've been passionate about movies for as long as I can remember. And that's a huge reason. You know, I wanted to act. I love movies, all that kind of stuff. But every time we would go to the movie theater, we would then come out of the movie theater and stand by our car and talk for an hour about the movie. And I was like, we got to be, we got to do a podcast, man. We got it. He's like, yeah, we do. That probably took two to three years for us to do what I keep telling everybody to do. Just start. (laughs) So it's hard. Like I get it, Mm. but at some point you got to pull that trigger and I've been getting a lot better at doing that. And yeah, so it's been, it was a process to get it started. But once we did, like we're already at the point where we're recording two podcasts a week and we talk about movies. It basically the format goes. We open up by just us just talking about whatever. Like it's also an entertainment kind of podcast where we kind of talk about whatever, um, entertaining. Try to you know tell just random stories and stuff of the past week, what we've done. We get into a bit of movie news, and then we get talking about a movie or a topic about movies and stuff like that. So that's what that's about. Okay, so I feel like you know now is more of a time than ever that people are making uh, podcasts and because of the coronavirus, because of, of everything that's happening, um, podcast platforms and YouTube channels and all that have skyrocketed. Uh, like equipment for, for podcasts and all that, they're practically sold out in a lot of places. Like people have more time to start a podcast right now. So for somebody that is, that is trying to start, why do you think it was that it did take you two years to start your own podcast? So funny enough, we actually recorded an episode a year and a half ago. And then just never made it. I think it was, oh, this isn't good enough. Oh. I think it's that that roadblock of perfectionism and not letting that stand in the way of just going for it. Because like I said at the beginning, and this is kind of something I've learned is I'm grateful for not being great at everything, is you ha- everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah. And there are so many people that wouldn't be where they are if they took the, oh, I'm not great at this right now, so I'm going to not do it. Yeah. So yeah, eventually we just decided, you know what? No, we're going to do this. And we just went all in and we've been enjoying the process ever since. Good, good. Well, I think, um, I think now's a more pertinent, pertinent time than, than ever. Um, plug by all means the podcast or anything that you do want to plug. We talked about that at the top, like plug it. And it's also going to be in the description below. Yeah, for sure. So the podcast is called that's movies, brother. And it's on 
Apple, Spotify, every major podcast platform. We're in the process of uploading everything to YouTube and starting to film stuff as well. But again, we just wanted to start. So we started. So that's what the podcast is. Um, and if you want to know why it's called That's Movies, Brother, you're going to have to listen to the podcast because it's kind of an inside joke thing. <laughs> but um, anyways, and you can also follow me at uh, Tyler C. Gillette on Instagram. And That's Movies, Brother also has an Instagram as well. But yeah, you can catch me in all my shenanigans, even like recently just trying to do things that make me uncomfortable being comfortable being uncomfortable. That's nice. another huge aspect that I love to do. But Nice. Nice. You're uh, I, I, I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, if you ever like, did you say y'all are starting to do things with filming? Um, if you get to the point where you want some advice, I, um, I don't know at all. But Jesus Christ, I spent months figuring out how the hell are we going to film this thing. And um, I feel like we've got a pretty good setup. And I, put it this way, I've stumbled through a lot. Uh, if you would like to stumble a little less, good sir. And I, I know <laughs> I, I, that would be much appreciated. And, I, I appreciate that. And if I don't know the answer, I have a few people that are even smarter than me and uh, they, they'll have the answer. So by all means. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. And I do want to say before we wrap uh, things up is I, I got to challenge you at some point. I got to get you to a ninja gym because there, I don't know if you know this, there are American Ninja Warrior gyms. There are hundreds of them across the country now. It's gotten so big to where there are gyms dedicated just to American Ninja Warrior obstacles. And it's just an obstacle course gym. Wow. So I'm oh. very curious as to how somebody like you who does like weightlifting and all that kind of stuff could do that, could do that. Oh, I'm extremely intrigued. And it's, it's, it's actually very interesting that you say that I really haven't said this publicly or anything, but, um, you know, I was powerlifting for quite some time, uh, with a good friend of mine and, uh, trainer as well. And I, I've taken a step back because, uh, it wasn't too, too long ago that I had a neurosurgeon basically tell me like, you might want to be careful with that. And I've, uh, now I've, I think I've, I've had one for sure. And I'm thinking I might have a second herniated disc. Um, and I don't believe that was because of powerlifting itself, but I do think that my, my body does have certain limitations. We had a podcast about it. Um, and I, I re-listened to that podcast. This is sort of going on about me, but it, believe it or not, it's about you. Uh, it's about American Ninja Warrior that I, I am starting to sort of question, um, what is it that is making you happy with fitness? What, what, what route do you want to go? And, you know, I sort of made this point of like, you know, I kind of want to compete in powerlifting. And I, I'm very much the type of person that's like, if I say something out loud, especially on a platform, um, I definitely want to follow through with that. But I'm, I'm looking at that now and I'm questioning, am I wanting to do that because it's going to make me happy? Or am I wanting to do that simply because I just want to be known as the person that follows through with what he says? Um, and I don't know the answer to that yet. I really don't. So you're saying that I want to get you in a, in a ninja gym. Like I'm damn sure not opposed to it. Um, you know how I used to train. I, I kind of miss how I used to train when it was much more, I don't know, it was much different. Um, so it's, it's, an, it's intriguing when you say that good, sir. So I'd, I'd be in, where the hell, you, any idea where the closest one would be around <laughs> Pensacola, Florida? So there are actually a few in Florida. I'd have to look. I've been to a bunch around the country. Okay. I have one obviously close to me. But uh, yeah, man, if you want to go to one, hit me up and I'll, I'll do some research for you for sure. I would love to see me stumble through that because, because you're a thousand percent <laughs> right. Like, like I, I am definitely not the type of person to be like, well, I've lifted weights for a long time, so I'm going to be perfect. <laughs> Hell no. I, I bet I would get rocked. I bet I would get it's rocked. It's so much. I do it because it's so much fun. Everybody that goes, even if they're not good, I've taken to that gym and they're like, yeah. 
even if they were not good at it at all, they're like, man, that was so much fun. It's I a bet. giant playground. I get to say that on American Ninja Warrior, I get to play on the world's biggest playground. So I would bet. I would bet. Yeah. Jenna, you got anything in closing? Oh, just listening to this conversation, you've laid an incredible foundation for your life. I think it all, even though it seems like it's all very broad, it's all very connected. I think you're just sitting here thinking, listening to you, thinking about starting with acting and then sticking with your dream for being on American Ninja Warrior. Like you had that base of acting, of performing in front of people. And I think that's a big mental aspect. Um which then just builds on to your acting career too, because now you've had this very big physical piece in front of an audience and, and failures in front of an audience. Um, I don't know. You've, you're a very um, well-rounded person. I'm glad to have sat through this conversation and listened to both <laughs> of you. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm always, I'm always, um, I'm always very thoughtful when I'm speaking with someone about the words they're choosing, the inflection that they use with their words, just you, you, I've said it in the previous podcast, you can pick up a lot about someone with the words that they use. Um, and a lot of you says behavior change to me. Like a lot of you is, is you're very up here. Um, and I don't know, you're, you're, you're an impressive specimen, sir. I appreciate you coming on. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I, it's been fantastic. I, again, I love what you guys are doing. You guys, this podcast has, you know, even helped me like just the people you have on here, like learning those mental changes and all of that has helped me look at things in different ways, which I think is super important to just continually look at things in different ways and, and grow your mind. Heck yeah, man. I really and really enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to plug everything, guys, down in the description below. Something I didn't mention also that um, this is this podcast can also be found on our podcast. That is, we're talking about us now. Uh, the BTYE podcast. Uh, there's a video version of this. You can see it on YouTube. There's it in the description below. But we're going to plug all of his stuff as well. If you want to go get a, you want to go get Terry, I'd go check out this guy's Instagram. And he's got <laughs> he's got quite a few clips of American Ninja Warrior, and especially the one where you were ringing ringing the buzzer. I actually did. I got a little choked up on that one because um, I saw I saw. <laughs> His family on the sideline. He was like screaming, and it was just—it was good, man. Was the good. only thing I could think to do when I was at the top of that tower, I literally, out of instinct, just put hand hearts up and just screamed down to my family and friends, "I love you guys!" That's awesome. That's all that could come out. It was—it was great. It was a good time. It's been a blast, man. Uh, I'll be talking to you soon. Yeah, awesome. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Do what you love. All right, guys. We'll talk to y'all next week. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well and follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday every day. Oh, yeah. That was damn good. <laughs>